hiking has been a popular pastime for ages. There's something truly magical about the moment where your shoes first touch the trail, and you know that you're about to leave the world behind in exchange for something more natural. Hikes can offer beautiful sights, exciting animal encounters, and some much-needed exercise. But hiking can also be incredibly dangerous, especially if you go in an area where people are known to disappear and you head out alone. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the disappearance of Paula Weldon, an 18-year-old young co-ed that disappeared in 1946 while on a hike in a part of Vermont known as the Bennington Triangle. Before we jump too far into Paula's story, I want to take a little bit of time to discuss the Bennington Triangle. The Bennington Triangle is a name given to an area in Vermont by an author who noted the long list of disappearances from that particular region. While the name has caught on and is still fairly widely used, it's important to know that this name didn't actually exist at the time of Paula's disappearance. However, she is a big part of its origin. Paula and countless others have disappeared from the space, but that isn't the only kind of activity that the area is known for. Visitors and locals alike have reported a lengthy collection of supernatural encounters and, even worse, UFO sightings. Now, there is something that you should all know about me. I can mentally cope with murderers and kidnappers and monsters of the human variety. And in any kind of paranormal encounter, I definitely don't think that I would be the first to die. If scary movies have taught us anything, it's that the girl with brown hair that knows a lot about spooky stuff generally stands a chance of making it to the end. But... I draw the line at aliens. So, if the follow-up to this episode ever turns out to be that aliens scooped up Paula, I am shutting down the podcast and going to live in a highly populated city where that kind of stuff just doesn't happen. So, who was Paula? And how did she end up hiking in the Bennington Triangle? At the time that she disappeared, Paula Weldon was 18 years old and attending her second year of college. According to her friends and family, she was incredibly well-liked and a general joy to be around. She enjoyed all kinds of outdoor activities like swimming, hiking, and camping, and she had a truly bright future ahead of her. Or so most people thought. On the day that Paula vanished, she made the decision to go enjoy a local hike in the area. Originally, she planned to go with friends. Apparently, there was a local cave that Paula and some of her pals wanted to visit. Sounds pretty fun, right? Well, apparently not everyone thought so. Paula tried to get a group together, but no one could go. Intent on enjoying her hike regardless, 
Paula made the daring decision to go on the hike alone. By all accounts, she was only prepared for a simple day hike. She didn't take any real materials or anything extra that might imply that she wanted to stay out in the woods overnight by herself. Alone, she made her way to the trailhead, which took a combination of walking and hitchhiking. Now, we have talked about hitchhiking before and the dangers that come with it. But as far as we know, Paula did safely make it to the trail and was seen by another group of hikers while she was making her way up. This would be the last time that anyone would ever see Paula. But some reports claim that it might not have been her at all. So what happened? Paula was a special and very well-liked girl. And when she didn't return home and she didn't show up for class, people noticed. Immediately, her friends set out to find her, heading to the cave. Along the way, they found no signs of Paula. And when they arrived at the cave, they were also disappointed and alarmed to learn that she wasn't there. At this point, police were fairly quick to jump into action. Remember, Paula was not the first disappearance in this area, and she definitely wouldn't be the last either. Police and volunteer searchers went out to scour the area for any sign of her. They had over 500 people in total, but not one piece of evidence was found, even with all those eyes and a huge search radius. Police weren't just afraid that someone had abducted Paula. They were worried that she might have been a victim of an animal attack, or that she might have succumbed to the chilling nighttime temperatures. When she left, it was warm, but the forest gets cold at night. While they could remain hopeful because Paula was never actually located, it really only made police more suspicious. Before long, they were convinced that Paula was the victim of a crime and had been buried somewhere or covered up. For this case, police conducted a long list of interviews. They talked to all kinds of locals who claimed that they had seen Paula, but they really didn't get anything of interest until claims of seeing a woman matching Paula's description with a strange man came up. A ways away, a waitress claimed to have seen Paula, and she had some pretty disturbing news to share. According to this waitress, Paula was with a drunk and violent, awful man. She claimed that the woman she believed to be Paula had asked how far away Bennington was and claimed that she needed to get back, but she was out of money. Her recount described Paula as dazed, despite the fact that only Paula's traveling companion was drinking. It's unclear if she thought that Paula might have been drugged or was simply experiencing some kind of trauma response after being with what was obviously a very bad guy. 
Now, for obvious reasons, police were very curious about this. If someone had Paula, they wanted to make sure that they could find her before it was too late. Unfortunately, after more time spent asking around, police began to suspect that there might have been another woman in the area that witnesses were actually mistaking for Paula. And that's just so much worse, in my opinion. Not only because of how it hindered the case, but the existence of another woman at all. Because instead of just one missing woman, we now have a missing woman and another woman who we have been led to believe is in some kind of danger or a really bad situation, if nothing else. Like all the other leads, this did not offer police any real answers. They weren't any closer to finding Paula, even with this new information. While Paula was never found, that did not stop the rumor mill from churning around her disappearance. A lot of people, including police, believe that she was likely abducted and ultimately killed before she could escape. They think somebody got her and hid the body. Others suspect that she might have been picked off by monsters in the woods or even a predatory animal. But her friends actually seem to have some other theories, and the two biggest theories are kind of the same, but kind of polar opposites. According to one friend, Paula had appeared more depressed than usual lately. They stated that she had expressed some alarming sentiments, and that she had also recently missed out on a holiday with her family. When asked, friends couldn't get an explanation from her. Because of this, some of the people who know Paula actually believe that she might have committed suicide and wandered off into the forest to do so, or maybe straight up lied and just kind of used it as a cover story. Of course, it does make you wonder how Paula wasn't found if this was what happened and she actually did go into the woods for that purpose. While it is possible that she went out with the intent of never being found, and it certainly explains why she didn't take anything with her, it still feels like there would have been some kind of evidence. The other theory is either very good or very bad depending on how you look at it. Some friends said that on the day of her disappearance, Paula seemed unusually happy and excited. While some took this as an indication that she had finally decided to end her life, which is certainly a very morbid theory, others think that something else was going on. Some people suspect that Paula was actually racing off to elope with a man that she had recently fallen in love with. They believe that she took off and made the decision to leave the world behind. And while I'm not really sure how this ties into her asking all of her friends to go hiking, it certainly is a very interesting theory. 
Maybe she had big plans of starting a new life and finally found a way to make it happen. And it does tie in with the potential sightings of Paulo with a strange man. But if that is what happened, it makes you wonder how Paula's story truly ended. Did she really run off to start a new life? And more importantly, did she succeed? Was Paula watching the media go wild with her disappearance while she snuggled up to her secret lover that nobody knew about? Or is it more likely that Paula ran off and landed herself in some kind of trouble? Maybe this man wasn't Prince Charming. Maybe he was an abusive alcoholic and Paula simply could not safely find a way back home. Or maybe she was tricked. At only 18 years old, during a point in time where women were more sheltered than ever, did Paula fall for the wrong man and walk her way into someone's dangerous trap? More importantly, was it aliens? Unfortunately, this is one of those cases where we will probably never know. And I hope it reminds you that hiking alone can be more dangerous than a sprained ankle or a mild animal confrontation. There are a lot of bad people in the world, and they tend to appreciate the anonymity that nature offers. Whenever I hear a story about a young girl potentially running off with an obviously evil man, I like to think of Elsa's advice from Frozen. You can't marry a man that you just met. It might not be terribly romantic, but I think we can all agree that Anna was a walking true crime victim, and she is not the only one in fiction or in real life to end up in this kind of situation. I like to think that Paula has enjoyed a long and wonderful life hidden away in a reality of her own making. But I really just don't think that that is a likely outcome for this story. So, given all of this, what do you think happened? If you want to share your theories or any scandalous narratives that would explain her disappearance, feel free to connect with me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. I accept all theories except the ones that involve her being sucked up by her chest in a beam of light. For ad-free listening, don't forget to become a patron at patreon.com slash like and inscribe. And of course, stay safe out there.